Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Since the day of the new Han Solo movie going to be a total flop? Well, we're going to talk about it here on the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Colleen and Bradley are out today. I'm Holly. I'm here with Rocco. I'm here with Ryan. And if we are to believe the rumors, it looks like Disney is bracing themselves for a massive flop in their Han Solo Star Wars standalone movie. Ooh. All right. So there's some gossip coming to us courtesy of comicbook.com. And they're talking about the Han Solo standalone movie. Now, we've been talking about this movie over the past year, and it's been the subject of a lot of drama. The original directors, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, were fired from that movie, basically having shot the whole thing. They replaced him with Ron Howard, and the movie is scheduled to come out later next year, I believe in May. Well, if we are to believe comicbook.com, they're saying that Disney is bracing themselves for this movie to completely tank. They've been worried about it before The Last Jedi, before the mixed reviews of Star Wars The Last Jedi came out. And we can talk about that in a little bit. But they're basically saying that this movie's going to flop and they're going to write it off. Apparently, Alden Ehrenreich, who's playing Han Solo, he can't act. And they've had a dialogue coach on hand for all of his scenes. On top of all that, the script is unworkable and it's going to be a car crash. Oh, Mm. Well, and so we don't know what is happening. I feel like Ron Howard, a couple months ago, he was teasing on social media like, hey, guys, the Han Solo movie has an official date and he's been trying to be really cheery about it. But I feel like they basically brought in Ron Howard because they're like, hey, can you shoot two scenes and be the face of this movie? And he said, sure, probably paid him a lot of money to do it. But also, in addition, one of the reasons that comicbook.com says that they fired the original directors is that they said that they they made the movie too funny. Uh, see, uh, I, 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 the, the goofiness. These, you, you want the goofiness, Ryan? I do not want the... Oh, I, I thought okay. with this new Star Wars movie, it was... there. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. It needs to be peppered in. Okay. I think there was way too much pepper. Ooh, all I think right. there's way too all much. Right, Ryan. All right, a, now you're talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi. I'm talking about this The Last Jedi, but it's yeah. just something I have noticed. And certainly it, it can be seen in uh, Rogue One, Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. They are significantly more goofy than their predecessors. Okay, so all right. So the fact that this is becoming an issue with this Han Solo movie is oh. something I can believe in. All right, Ryan has opinions. He does not want your laughs in his Star Wars movies. <laughs> serious. Yeah, you want it serious. You want it epic. Mm-hmm. But it looks like this Han Solo movie may not be offering the things that you want, Ryan, so you have to be prepared for this not to be good. So now, in in many ways, could this be considered revenge of the nerds because of this this controversy seen in 
I even and not in our lifetime, at least during of Star Wars movies that we've seen with uh, with the the new one. Sure. Well, the, people didn't like the, the prequels Jedi. that much. The movies well, that, that came that, out about twenty years ago, see, people did not like those. And you're saying this actor who's portraying Han Solo, Alden he's having. I'm getting flashbacks of Hayden Christensen. Okay, which, so it might just be an instance of the actors not being that good. Which was a, playing these roles. A blemish of, of all blemishes. All right. A, a zit of all zits on the Star Wars franchise. Oh my god. That looks like Hayden Christensen. Yeah, I. You know, I mean, this movie could be good. It could be bad. But here's the good thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> They're just Star Wars movies, you guys. Holly? They're just Star Wars Holly, movies. It's not just Star Wars. <laughs> they're they're movies. They're fun. They, you know, my bar is low for Star Wars movies. I expect to be entertained. I expect to have some fun. I want to see some action. I want to see some melodrama in my Star Wars movies. They don't necessarily have to be good. So that's okay. Now, Rocco, you've seen Star Wars The sure. Last Jedi. And and the controversy that I was referring to in the beginning of this segment was that some it's gotten mixed reviews. I mean, Ryan, mm-hmm. our friend right here, he said that he didn't like the lols in this movie. He did not like some of the humor no, in this I liked movie. It. You liked it? And yeah. I you know, and I when I if it was a movie I want to see, I try to avoid any articles or e- I don't even yeah. watch trailers. But I, you know, I saw a few headlines and all the headlines seem to be pretty good. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I, now I have high expectations. I'm going to go see it. And it met my expectations. I yeah. liked it. But what were your expectations going into it? I thought it, the, I thought, like, I thought where, it was going to be good. Okay. Where do you hold Star I mean, Wars? Hey. I mean, culturally, because it's become such a, uh, our mythology, our pop culture mythology yeah. is deeply rooted in the Star Wars universe. Well, and so I, I feel like people are like, oh my God. Yeah. Like this has to be everything to everyone and you need to be amazed. And when people weren't completely amazed and blown away by it, mm-hmm. then they called it bad yeah. when it wasn't necessarily bad. It was just, it was all right. It was yeah. fun. Well, like, again, like yeah. when I brought up in the Gene Simmons discussion, I was five years old in 1977. So yeah. I'm You're like right. prime yeah. Star Wars I thought Star age. Wars yeah. was the greatest thing I've oh, ever seen. For sure. Ever. And I was disappointed by the uh, prequels and I will... I mean, I'm not going to not let my child see them, but I'm not encouraging him <laughs> yeah. to see them. You're I, like, in fact, well, the other day I told him, you know, you're allowed to watch them. I just think they're bad movies. <laughs> well, right. Well, interestingly enough, I think we were t- I was talking to B. Arthur about the prequel movies that came out about 15, 20 years ago. And uh, we came to the conclusion that the prequel movies are Star Wars C-SPAN. Like that's yes. like that's what it is. Wow. It's a bunch of diplomats talking to each other, and you're like, "Who is what? I don't, See, I don't understand." Yeah. And then I there's like, a cool lightsaber fight at the end of the third movie, I and like that's that. like the the you like diplomacy. I like, I like lore. Okay, I, li- I, I love the setups. I love I love yeah. the political aspect of it all. How okay. how we got to here? Sure, I yeah. liked that for sitting for seven hours about yeah. how we got the here. The one about thing that. I hate is Hayden Christensen. Oh uh, yeah, well I mean all the acting in the that in the prequels are uh, bad, but you know it, but it's interesting. Like two different perspectives on the Star Wars universe. Like Rocco comes at it from watching the original trilogy when it first came out, and it was like, cool, this is awesome. Like, look at all of these, like, yeah. space cowboy and adventures. And not only that, but, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you'd go see, uh, you know, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi, and not only were they great, but there was just something magical yeah. about oh, them yeah. that sort right. of elevated them above the other movies that were out at the same time. Yeah. And I think I think that's what you're talking about when you say people have ex- expectations mm-hmm. for the new one. That not only does it need to be good, but it needs to fit within the Star Wars canon. But I also think 
they need to have a little bit of magic to them. Yes. And I think for the most part, they seem to be in the right hands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they because good I, directors. Right. I like the whimsical they, element of Star Wars. They forced George Lucas yeah. to stay away. Yeah, well, they gave him a billion dollars and said, shut up, stay in the corner and never touch Star Wars ever again. And he seems to be following orders. But this, you're right. This does, the Han Solo does seem like it could be a mess because they hired comedy directors, mm-hmm. you know, people no. that did, yeah, you know, the people that did the Lego movie and right. Cloudy with the Jans and Meatballs and, mm-hmm. and they're behind uh, Last Man on Earth, which are all pretty funny and right. pretty well written. And so if they're going to pull them out and hope that Ron Howard can make chicken salad from it. And... Yeah. Ron Howard, who directed the Angels and Demons, the second uh, Da Vinci Code movie yeah. and, and such things like that. I, You know, I'm just, I think I'm kind of sad that I feel like this is a missed opportunity. Why don't we have some humor and some fun and levity injected into these? Because this isn't part of the Star Wars canon. It lives in the universe, but you know, there's room for yucks. There's room for laugh. I mean, Han Solo himself was yes. was the comic yes. relief of the original trilogy. You're and right. I think that there's something that's whimsical and humorous and that the Star Wars universe could actually use a little bit of levity instead of being so self-serious all the time. And they kind of already tried this once with young Indiana Jones, right? I mean, Yeah, you that had, TV uh, show in the 90s. Yeah, you had yeah. Uh, a charming, you know, Harrison Ford character and they're like, oh, let's see what the, you know, prequel would be like to that. Oh, nobody cares or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe, maybe nobody's going to care about this. Is but what I think you're people are going to care. Okay. Well, we shall see. Uh, the Han Solo movie, uh, I think it's Solo, A Star Wars Story, is out in theaters on May 25th. So we'll all be able to judge for ourselves and see whether or not this is a flying turd or it's actually <laughs> kind of funny. We shall see. All right. Well, when we get back, let's play more of Rocco's game's twin songs. <laughs> this is the game that Rocco has uh, selected two songs with the same title, but they're different. We're going to find out which ones we like best when we come back to the Colleen and Brad show on my talk 1071 we're playing Rocco's game twin songs here on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Colleen and Bradley are out today I'm Holly I'm here with Rocco I'm here with Ryan and let's play some twin games so Rocco made this game up right yes it's fun yeah I had right. a playlist called songs I like that have the same name you know there's not cover versions it's it's two separate songs you know often from two different eras they just happen to have the same name and the and in this case they're songs I like And so I want to see which one you like more. All right. So we've previously played River by Joni Mitchell and The River by Bruce Springsteen. And we also played SOS by ABBA and SOS by Rihanna. So now we're going to play Since You've Been Gone. So the first Since You've Been Gone is by who, Rocco? I think the first. I think the first one is the <laughs> Kelly Clarkson one. Okay. And the second one is by Rainbow. All right. Let's listen to the first one. Since you've been gone. Throwing it back. That's a jam since you've been gone by Kelly Clarkson. And this is Since You've Been Gone by Rainbow. Yes. Your poison letter, your telegram. Just goes to show you don't get
Utah when you heard the Kelly Clarkson that nothing, nothing would could compete with it. You read my mind, Rock. But that kind of does, <laughs> oh, right? It's close. That one. That one. You like Rainbow, huh? I didn't realize it was Rainbow who sang that, but I knew I know that song. I love that song. Having a small panic attack trying to figure out which one I like best. I know. <laughs> like a small panic attack. Kelly Clarkson, Rainbow. Rainbow? Kelly Clarkson think I'm going to go Kelly Clarkson Ooh. only just by a little bit because I have uh, a sentimental relationship with since you've been gone. I'm going to go with Kelly. I'm with I think I'm with Holly on this. All right. Since you've been gone in the twin game here yeah. on my talk 1071. All right. Let's go to a song that everybody knows. Well, you know, both versions of this song. The song is called Shout. We're going to play the first version of Shout. And Rocco, who does the I first think version? I this one, you know, I think it was made famous by the Isley Brothers, but I think the version I recorded is the one from Animal House, which I think, I can't remember who the name, All right. who the actual well, band is, but yeah. Let's listen. You know you make me wanna shout. Kick my heels up and shout. throw my hands up and shout. throw my head back and shout. Stay in the nights from Animal Otis House. Otis Day in the nights. That's shout. The second shout is from Tears for Fears, right? Oh, yes. All right, here we go. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the things I can do without. Come on, I'm talking to you. Come on. Did anybody go to the Tears for Fears open for somebody last year? Was it like Hall and Oates or something? They co-headlined that show at the XL Energy Center. Everybody I talked to said Tears for Fears brought it. Was tight. Yeah, I didn't see it. Oh, I didn't either. Ah, you know, I got to go with the first one. Yeah, I think so too. It's too classic. Mm -hmm. I think so too. You you get you know you're DJing a wedding. You're at a wedding. Everybody gets on the floor. Oh yeah, a little bit softer now. Oh yeah, there's your uh, drunk uncle right over there, (laughs) dancing to shout. All right, so in the twin game, we're gonna move on. To a song called Fame. Two versions, uh, or actually two different songs with the yes. same name, and they both are called Fame. Yes, I believe. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The first one is Irene Cara. 
It's still a jam. It's, still, it's got a groove. Yeah. I don't care what the other song sounds like. That one wins. Oh, <laughs> I don't even, I don't right. even need you to hear it. You don't even want to listen to it. Don't even need to hear it. Oh, well, we're going to do it anyways. <laughs> Like if David Bowie is one of two options that you're given, you always go with David Bowie. And that's where you're going with it? Yeah, going with David Bowie. I, You know, I've, obviously he's ranks higher in the rock canon than Irene Cara, but right. I, if I'm going to listen to a song, I'd rather listen to the the, the disco song. There. Oh, really? What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Rocco with the controversial choice of fame. Well, that was the twin game. We're going to play that more when we uh, come back. But before we play more of the twin game... I do have a couple of crazy, stupid idiots for you. You're going to want to stay tuned with some shenanigans that happened at an airport and something that happened with an ATM in the wonderful state of Florida. We're going to talk about those in CSI when we get back here on the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. It's 2.30 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, and that means that we're going to talk some crazy, stupid idiots here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Colleen and Bradley, they're out today. I'm Holly. I'm here with Rocco. I'm here with Ryan. And I'm also here with some crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Crazy, stupid idiots. You know, they're dumb people doing dumb things. And oftentimes, they're doing those dumb things where? Florida! In the state of Florida. That's right. And let's not waste any time. We're going to Florida, y'all. We are going to Florida where a Florida man, a 23-year-old Florida man, he got mad. He's in Cocoa, Florida, and his name is Michael. Michael got really upset. (sighs) At an ATM. He got really upset at an ATM. You know, I why, you know, why would you ask? Like, why what are some reasons why you would usually get upset at an ATM? Uh, it's not fast enough. It's not I always, fast enough. I always want to get going. You, you want know? your money. You want it right now. now. Rocco, why would you get mad at an ATM? Uh that your card's not working or something. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so you guys are very reasonable. In the things that would upset you about being at an ATM, right? You would get upset if it ate your card. You would get upset if it wasn't giving you enough cash. Well, Michael got really upset last month at an ATM in Florida because it gave him too much money. 
Gave him too much money. That's my dream. Yeah, I'm always right? like, all right, um, I'm going to get 40. Maybe I got 60 today. That exactly. Ne- it never happens. It never happens. Well, it happened to Michael, and it gave him too much money, and he didn't know what to do. Poor Michael. He just got, he didn't know how to handle this. So he did what any natural Floridian <laughs> would do when they're upset at the ATM. He started pummeling it. Wow. He started punching the darn thing and he he punched it so much that it caused five thousand dollars in damages ah. to the ATM. But you know, Michael is a good Samaritan because even though he pummeled the ATM for giving him too much money and he didn't know what to do and he panicked and he destroyed the whole thing with his fists, <laughs> he did call Wells Fargo and told a manager that he pummeled it because he didn't know what to do. <laughs> and he was in a hurry for work and he apologized. You know, he was in a rush. So he just decided to kill the thing and then go on to work. Over too much money? Yeah. Over too much money. Too much money. He I didn't know what to do. I j- Why? Why go that route? I know. Of all the routes. Right. Because now you're, you've been charged with criminal mischief and, and now you've been arrested and you were booked into the county jail on Friday. Do, do you know? Some, Happy holidays to you, Michael. Some people call ATMs bank machines. Do you know anyone who calls it a bank machine? Uh, no, no. The, the thing I up here, people in Wisconsin call it a time machine because that was the brand when they first came out. Really? And a lot of people a time machine. Here, yeah, T Y M E. Oh, I thought you meant like an actual machine. No. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's really cool. What's going on in Wisconsin over there that when, I don't know when about? When ATMs first started around here, they were all called instant cash. And I remember for a long time just still calling it. It's hey, like I gotta go hit the instant yeah. cash machine. It's like calling the a, a tissue a Kleenex, right? Right. Or a cotton swab, a Q-tip kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But why not just you know take the money and run? As because Florida. But, yeah, because Steve Florida, Miller. Right? Steve Miller once aptly yeah, told us, right? You got a Steve Miller bandit. Well, here's the thing <laughs> that would totally stink. Like if the ATM gave you a lot of money and it was linked to your account, and then it was withdrawing money that you right. didn't have or that you didn't want to take out, and then what would you do with all Ooh, this I money? Like this. That's good. I'm trying yeah. to think logically. Yeah, that's. Thought- I mean, I know it's crazy, stupid idiots, but I would freak out because it'd be like, oh god. Or then what if it was like you took out too much money and it didn't charge you, and then you would be charged with theft. Oh, I mean, but that would be a bummer. That that's not that's the machines fault. What the machines get more priority over over humans now? Yeah, basically, is... because you have a conscience and you can decide what to do. The machine really can't yet. Not yet. No, not in this scenario. Yeah, not until <laughs> Skynet happens and takes over the world. But that's a totally different story wow. for a different day. All right, so we're gonna move to, on from Florida. We're gonna go to another delightful state that's called New Jersey. Mm, that's where Donna Valentine is right now. Uh, yes, that's right. She's from New Jersey. She's, this, a, she's a Jersey is girl. Is this a story about Donna? Uh, no, <laughs> this is not a story about Donna, but I'm sure she was probably at this place sometime this week at Newark Airport. Yes. Good old EWK. It's maybe. the number seven yeah. place to uh, hook up. Really? Donna had a, we did a the little story. Out of the, what, out the of, state of New Jersey or out of, what? Out of uh, the United States. Gross. It's number seven on the top ten uh, list of airports to hook up at, so that's why uh. Donna, she had to get there quick. Do you remember what number one was? I don't. I could look oh, it up okay. while you well, tell us well, about this okay. idiot. So we're going to Newark Airport, the number seven airport to hook up in in the United States, but none of that was happening with our friend Ernesto. Ernesto, he tried, you know, he was arrested. He was arrested by the Port Authority police, and uh, he was a fugitive on the run from the DEA. 
The reason that he was caught, though, at Newark Airport is because he decided to rob an electronics store in Terminal C of Newark Airport. He actually did this because he went behind the counter and used a pen to mimic a weapon while demanding cash from a shop worker. Not very good, Ernesto. Yeah, I know. He was already on the run, so I don't know (laughs) what compelled him to decide to rob an electronics store in Terminal C of Newark Airport, but I think Ernesto was not making good life choices. No, that's there's a lot of security around in an airport. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Not only uh, local authorities, but federal authorities. Oh, and uh, it seems like Ernesto was using false names and he was also a subject of a federal arrest warrant for illegal drug sales and was listed on DEA's most wanted list. You know, like you do. Yeah, You got to behave yourself in an airport. Yes. I'm sorry. That is, look, <laughs> you can't mess around in an airport because those Homeland Security agents, they don't care if you're fooling or not. They don't know if you're fooling or not. So mm-hmm. can we all just remain behaved and don't be like Ernesto? There's no sense of humor in an airport. No, there no. is no sense of humor in an airport. You are darn right. All right. Well, those are just a few little holiday crazy stupid idiots. People were still doing dumb things over the holiday weekends. So we're going to move on from CSI and we will go back to Rocco's game because we got a few good tracks. We got to play the twin game. So this is Rocco's game. It's called the twin game. Yeah, twin song. Yeah, twin song, twin songs where we play two different songs with the same title and then we decide which song is superior. So let's move on because... I'm selfish and I want to play some Paul McCartney. Okay. We're going to move on to songs called My Love. So one is by Paul McCartney and the other one is by who? I believe it's Justin Timberlake with T.I. Oh, yeah. All right. So who's uh, first? I think Paul McCartney's first. Okay. Let's play. Oh, yeah. And when I go away, I know my heart can stay. It's understood, it's in the hands of my love, and my love does it right there with my love all right let's move on to ti and justin timberlake with their version of my love McCartney or Justin Timberlake, oh. which version of my love is superior? It's really hard. I mean, it's pretty hard. Rocco, I, that's really hard. I know. It's hard to go against a Beatle. That is yeah. a pretty smooth jam. All right. I am going to go with Justin Timberlake. Wow. I know. Well, here's my rationale behind going with Justin Timberlake's My Love. 
My Love by Paul McCartney is not my favorite Paul McCartney song. My what, Love what is? by Justin Timberlake okay. is my favorite Justin Timberlake song. So that's why I'm going mm-hmm. with that song. I, that is, Rocco, we don't have the time okay, to go into Paul McCartney's discography, but that one's probably in the middle. My Love by Paul McCartney, it's good, and I like it. Band on the Run? Uh, are we talking about Wings? Or are we talking about Paul McCartney's solo? Let's just say solo. solo. Any, no, um, anything uh, post-Beatles. Oh, that's too hard, okay, Rocco. All right, what about you guys? Um, about what? About My Love. Oh, yeah, which yeah. Which do you like better? I, I See, I have to go. Or which one? I have to go with... JT, it, wow. it, it pains oh, me. It really does oh. pain me. There, it does. I, 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 it's a very difficult decision to make. I almost told you not to play that because I figured it'd be a landslide. Oh, for really? Oh, well, see, all right. you going for McCartney? Then? I'm going to go. McCartney, all right, yeah. so we've decided two to one. Justin Timberlake's "My Love" better than Paul wow. McCartney's "My Love," but they're both good songs, and we all like Paul McCartney. And it's very difficult to make these decisions. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, when we get back, maybe we can play uh, a little bit of this game with uh, Donnie and maybe we can do that. But before we get back to playing that game, we have a daily snap judgment. We're trying to keep things uh, hold down the fort for Colleen and Bradley while they are absent from their show. And today we asked a daily snap judgment and that daily snap judgment is gifts you don't like return or keep so think about that snap judgment we'll be answering some of your uh we'll be telling some of your answers on our facebook page when we get back here on the colleen bradley show on my talk 1071 yes you don't like return or keep that's what we're asking in day, uh, today's daily snap judgment here on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment colleen and bradley are out i'm holly i'm joined by rocco i'm joined by ryan thank you so much guys for hanging out the past three hours six no, well, six for Ryan. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you, Ryan, for hanging out the past six hours. And thank you, Rocco, hey, for doing your very first show. Thanks for time. asking me. Yes. All right, well, let's go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash mytalk1071 and read off some of your answers for today's Daily Snap Judgment. Gifts you don't like, return or keep. Let's uh, get going. All right, so woo, you all got a lot of answers. All right, Emily says, re-gift? <laughs> and Daniel was right. <laughs> She said you're totally going to get the buzzer, but I agree. And Danielle, you'll also get the buzzer. And Emily says keep in order to re-gift. Mm. We'll give her a buzz. All right. Uh, Laura says it's the thought that counts. Oh. Keep. Christopher says donate. <laughs> well, that's very nice, Christopher. That is totally not what we asked. We just said return or keep. I like your charitable uh, answer, but no. Once again. All right. Annie says return the gift. Missy says return. Gina also says return. Jenny says re-gift. He says give it to someone who could use it. Amy says keep and re-gift. I mean, at least she answered the keep part. Give her some of that. Kristen says re-gift. Uh, Janet says re-gift. Uh, and Erica says return. All right. Paula says return. And oh my goodness. Colleen says keep and be grateful. It's not always about what we want. We need to stop and be thankful for those who love us enough to give to us. I, is that our Colleen? No. Okay. What our Can't Colleen you be grateful said? As you're returning it to get what you actually want. Right, exactly. Now, that's and it's interesting, right? So that's why we asked the question, would you return it or would you keep it? So 
I ask you, Rocco, if oh you got gosh. a gift you didn't like. I am a huge fan. Some of my favorite memories of December 26th are waiting in line at Target <laughs> to bring back something crappy and get exactly what I wanted. So Rocco would return. Yes. Ryan, if you get a gift you don't like, do you return it or do you keep it? Uh, I've, I'm not known to return. I think it's too much of a hassle, so I'm going to keep it. Do you have a big pile of crap at your house? I do. Thanks, <laughs> for, ask, like. thanks for asking about it, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's interesting, you know, because I would totally return it. And I would hope that if I gave somebody a gift that they didn't like, that they would also return it and get exactly what they wanted. I, yes. I wouldn't want anyone to keep it in vain. Like, look, if I messed up and I got you something crappy and you don't like it, please, please go back to the store and return it and get something that you love yes. instead of sitting in Ryan's pile of crap <laughs> in his house. See, see, it, it depends on the audience. I, I, I said this before. Like, if it's uh, my mother giving me a present for Christmas, I will tell her straight up, I don't like this. Sure. And so then she can recalibrate for next year. So I, you have it's that a favor. level. You have that level of intimacy with your mom. Like she Correct. knows you really well, and you're not afraid of hurting her feelings. Exactly. So you're going to be like, Mom, the shirt is fug. I don't like it. So please. But let's say yeah. B. Arthur got me like a, a pocket square. That yeah. just looked like crap. I'd I would be like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. Well, yeah, that's of course, amazing. because you're not going to ask for a gift receipt from your no, boss. I exactly. mean, that's pretty tacky. So it depends on the audience, of course, the yeah, giver, the, the givers, mm, and the receivers. Sure, as it always does, right? Yeah, but then you could keep that pocket square, and you could regift it. See, that, that, I think it's I think returning is too much of a hassle. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever done it. Re- to be ever, quite honest, I've, ne- I've Ryan, never gone Ryan, up. I feel like you're full of it. You you can't tell me that you have never gone to re- a store to return something that you have received, like I, ever in the history of ever. I, I, well, I can't remember at least. Wow, seriously, you're, you're lazy. I have my pile of my pile of crap. <laughs> Your pi- Ryan's pile of crap. <laughs> Donnie, yeah. If you get a gift that you don't like, are you going to return it or are you going to keep it? Depends on who gave it to Did me. You see. <gasps> Uh, I mean, can you just answer the question? Well, I, there isn't, it's, there's no absolute to that. I'm, mm-hmm. You know, if it's someone who's very close to me and I don't want to offend them, I'm not going to return it. But how will they know? How well, will they know? If it's something that would have to be on display in a home oh. or something that you would wear, you would want to have that on display or wear it so they know that you appreciated it. If you return it and they say, yeah, remember that scarf I got you? What did you ever do with that? (laughs) Um, See? (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. So Donnie lives in the gray area and that's where the buzz lives. (laughs) Donnie lives in the buzz. All right. So Donnie, do you want to play a game? Sure. All right. So this is Rocco's game. I'm going to let Rocco explain this game to you. It's going to be fun. You're going to like it. Okay. Basically, I picked songs that have the same name. They're not the same song. They're not covers, Mm -hmm. but they have the exact same name and they're songs that I like. And I want to see which one you guys like more. Okay. So... Uh, you're you. These probably are from your heyday of uh, FM radio, or maybe you were also an AM radio DJ. Uh, yeah, I was. Okay, yeah. he was on the both Q. of these. Both of these are going to be from your DJing heyday. Okay. We want to see which one you like better. Okay. They're both called Lady. All right, here's the first one. Lady, when you're with me, I'm smiling. Give me. Your hands build me up when I'm 
breaking. I let this one play a while. It's <laughs> pretty <laughs> epic. As you yeah. should. And my troubles are fade. <laughs> Lady, from the moment I saw you. Gosh, the inimical Dennis DeYoung. Yes. Oh, Sticks, 1975, wooden nickel records. Nice. Did you spin that on the queue, Daddy? Uh, may have. All right. Yeah, so, that was their first big hit. Okay. All right, let's hear Donnie. Maybe Donnie should introduce this one. Pretend you are introing uh, Yeah, song. let's go back. This one's by Kenny Rogers. Let's, oh, let's, right. hear, right. okay. let's hear Donnie yeah. on the queue. Yeah, Donnie, introduce <laughs> Lady queue. by Kenny Rogers. Do it. Puke, All right. puke. All right. I'm not, I wasn't a puker. I had energy, right. but well, I never just, puked. All right, have energy. Go, go. All right. Uh, here's a new one from Kenny Rogers. This song written by Lionel Richie, but Kenny puts his own stamp on it. Here's Lady on the cue. Lady. <laughs> yes. I'm your knight in shining armor, and I love you. You have made me what I am, and I am yours. My love There's so many ways I want to say I love you Let me hold you in my arms Forevermore Wow oh, Alright, we got 10 seconds, Rocco I'll go with Sticks Ryan? Not even close. Sticks. Donnie? Yeah, I'm going to go with Sticks. I'm of more of an emotional attachment to that song. All right, I'm going with Sticks, too. All right, we have a consensus. All right, well, we got to go. Rocco. Thank you. Thank you for being on the air with us. It was a treat. Ryan, thank you for hanging out with us. It was also a treat. Donnie, what's going on on Lori and Julia today? God only knows. (laughs) God only knows what I'd be without you. All right, so that's it for Colleen and Bradley today. Stay tuned for Lori and Julia. They are up next. See you tomorrow.